happy September. Most of us are back at it. We've jumped back into our homeschool routines and all things learning. And let's be honest, the transition can sometimes be tough, right? Trying to figure out what works, what doesn't, when we had things that worked for us last year and they're just not working anymore, trying to figure out how to balance all of the things that everybody in your family needs. And, you know, we all come to this with plans, right? Whether you are that type A person who plans out your day hour by hour, or you just have a vague idea of how you want your homeschool day to go, we all have, you know, that vision of what we want to see our homeschool day be like. And it never plays out perfectly, right? So then we have to troubleshoot and figure out what's going to work. So whether your plans are going okay or things seem like a disaster right now, don't worry, it won't seem like a disaster for long, I have a strategy that will help you create a homeschool routine that is really going to work for everyone. I'm not saying it's going to be perfect because there is no such thing, but I'm going to give you a strategy that's going to help you figure out how to find the best routine for every person in your family. And it's called a routine audit. So let's do it. Hey mama, welcome to the Nourished Mom podcast, where you're going to learn how to find balance between homeschooling, housework, and all the other things. God is calling your family to a life of peace and goodness, even on those days when you're trying to remember why you chose to homeschool, you just want a minute to yourself, and you're overwhelmed with a million things to do. If you're ready for simple routines, time management strategies, and biblical mindsets to transform your days from on balance to intentional, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some independent work, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 15 minutes while we dig into today's show. Welcome back to the Nourished Mom podcast. Happy to have you all with me today. Today we are talking about routine audits. So if you Google that term, I think you're going to get like a lot of like, oh, a routine audit is an audit that you do routinely. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about auditing your routine, right? Figuring out what works, what doesn't work, how it's going. And the reason why we want to do that, right, is because we all want more peaceful homeschool days and we want to make informed decisions. So when we do a routine audit, what we're doing is keeping notes throughout the day to figure out what works, what doesn't, and then brainstorming solutions on how we can improve. And why should we keep notes? So sometimes I think like, oh, I don't need the worksheet that I give to my clients. I can just remember, right? I'm going to remember what happened throughout the day. But like, let's get real. I can barely remember what we had for lunch yesterday. Never mind why Forrest was freaking out about his math at any given moment, right? So when we keep notes in real time, it helps us to record information so we can process it later when our brains are more free to process that information. So I have a four-step process that will help you walk this out in a way that will give you clarity, in a way that will help you to make really good decisions for your family. And this is one of the last steps that we work through in the Hope Filled Homeschool course. And just 
a little side note. So I am thinking about changing the name of the course and I would love to hear from you mamas to see what resonates with you. So basically the the course is all about helping homeschool moms create a homeschool based around Jesus, finding his will, getting clear on priorities, and then creating routines that help you to live it out, right? That help you to live out that vision that you have for your homeschool, that God-led vision. And so the, the course is now named Hope Filled Homeschool. But I really have it on my heart to call it revival homeschool, right? Because a revival is when, you know, the revival of the Holy Spirit comes in when he changes things for us. And that is really my my heart behind the course, that I believe that when we partner with God, that we can make our homeschool something amazing with his help, right? Not through us alone, right? We are the hands and the feet, but with him, right? He can lead us. So that is my heart behind the the course. And I would love to hear what you think. So hop on my Facebook group, get into the Facebook group and vote for either Hope Filled Homeschool or Revival Homeschool. There will be a, um, a poll in the group. I would love to hear what you think. Anyway, Back to it. So this is the last step. We go through the routine audit in the last step of the course. And this is right after you started, you created your new routines, right? You've got strategic, you figured out, you know, what your vision is, where you think God is wanting your family to be. You create these routines that are, that use all of the time management stuff that you learned. And then you're going to figure out how to implement them, right? You're going to implement them and use the audit to troubleshoot And I use the word perfect your routine. And I use that word perfect in air quotations, right? Because as I mentioned earlier, like nothing's perfect, right? But this, but by auditing it, you're going to find the routine that works best for your family usually. Not to say you're not going to have any crazy days because we all have crazy days, right? So with the audit, you're going to figure out what works, what doesn't work, and how you can work it all out to make sure you're getting done the things that are important in a way that is peaceful, right? Because we can try to get the things done that are important in a way that is not peaceful. And that is sometimes where I go in my house, right? More of like, you need to get this done. Why aren't we getting this done? And that is not the vision that I have for my homeschool. (laughs) But when I get strategic and really work with these routines, you know, you can really change the atmosphere of your house and make it so much more peaceful. So Anyway, all that to say, here are the four steps that you are going to walk through. So if you have a piece of paper or get a piece of paper, please go get a piece of paper and a pencil. And I want you to fold your paper into four columns. And on the left-hand side, you are going to write the hours of the day. This is going to be like your block schedule. So this is where we're going to create your routine. So if you already have a routine, you're basically going to plug your routine into column one. Now, if you don't have a routine, that's okay. You can write down, you know, what you think you want to happen. You can even write down what you're doing in real time. And this process will still work for you because you're still gathering information that you can process to figure out what's going to work best for your family. All right. So first column, you write down your, the routine that you want to follow. And the second column, you're going to actually record what happens. So on a day that you are following your routine, you're going to record what happens, what you actually did, how people reacted, anything noteworthy, right? So for example, 
in my strategic routine, I we cook breakfast around 8.30 and we want to be done around 8.45 and then we do our breakfast and Bible. Okay, so what really happened? So I started cooking at 8.30. Yep, that worked out well, you know, after our, all of our morning stuff, 8.30 and we got to cooking on time. That's cool. But then the kids started fighting and I was super distracted and the butter on the frying pan burnt that I was supposed to cook the eggs in and then I had to start that all over again. But first I had to go deal with this fight that was happening between the kids. I finished breakfast, cooking breakfast at 9, so it took me a half an hour. And Forrest was complaining the whole time because he was starving. <laughs> this kid this kid always says he's starving, right? Which I can relate to. Like, I get hungry, obviously. <laughs> Sometimes I get hangry. But, um, but he never eats. He always says he's starving but won't eat. I don't know if you guys, I'm sure some of you have some picky eaters and can relate. So column two, you're just really writing down what actually happened. Now column three is your notes column. You're going to jot down ideas you have based on what happened. So write down what was stressful. Like it was stressful when the kids were fighting and my butter was burning. It was stressful that Forrest was complaining the whole time. (laughs) But then write down what was okay too, right? Like it was totally fine with me that we finished at nine. That doesn't make me upset because you know, my schedule most days isn't totally based on time, right? Unless we have to be out of the house at a certain time um, or we have something scheduled, it's it's a little more fluid, right? So finishing breakfast at nine is totally fine for me. Um, so write those things down so you know, right? Finishing at nine is totally fine. Kids fighting when I'm cooking, eh, not so much. And then consider why things played out the way they did. So this is in your column three, like, why do you think this happened? Write down your notes. Are the boys fighting because they're bored? Because that is usually what's happening at my house, right? Are they hangry? That could be possible because Forrest is saying that he's starving. So what is your intuition as a mom? Why do you think these things are happening? Put this in the column three, your notes column. And then column four is going to be where we brainstorm solutions. So this will likely be later when you have some quiet time, when you're able to like have a clear mind to think about things, like not in the middle of the chaos of the kids arguing while you're cooking breakfast, right? Not a great time to brainstorm ideas. So in column four, when you're brainstorming solutions, take this to the Lord. Honestly, find some quiet time, pray about it first, don't jump in and try to solve it all yourself. And not to say you're going to get an answer right away, but guys, there is power in prayer, right? There is so much power in prayer. Take it to the Lord, ask for clarity. James 1.5 tells us, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given him. Right, God promises us many things in the Bible, and His promises are true. Right, He doesn't overpromise; He He holds true to His promises. So we are told that we can go to God for wisdom. So take this to the Lord, 
And really, this is informed decision making. So when you're going through column four and you're brainstorming solutions, you're using informed decision because this is the type of decision decision making that involves gathering as much relevant information as possible, which as a Christian mom means that you are taking information from your physical realm, the things that are physically happening around you, and then you're going to God and asking for his wisdom, brainstorm solutions with the Holy Spirit. So looking at my example, so maybe some of the solutions, maybe Forrest is a little cranky and he's more likely to fight with his brother because he is really hangry. So what could be a solution? Maybe getting him a snack in the morning before breakfast. And that is that is what I usually try to do. But like I've realized now, okay, so he'll usually have fruit. And I'm like, mm, that's not doing it. You need like, you need some protein when you wake up because this kid's blood sugar drops and he becomes a hangry monster. Um, maybe it's keeping the kids occupied while I'm cooking. So what could work? So my favorite thing to do when I'm cooking is to have the kids help me. I give them tasks and, you know, you chop the apples, you put the toast in, whatever it is, we work as a team and I, I, I love it. I think it works well. I'm not going to pretend that it always works perfectly and I don't get some pushback because, you know, I'm working with kids here. <laughs> We're working with kids here. And you're going to get some pushback sometimes. But that is usually the option that works best for us. But sometimes when that's not working, I'll give them other things to do, right? Like go um, go feed the guinea pigs. Go get your – let's work on some schoolwork or have like – projects set up like morning invitations left over um, for them to do so uh, these are the ideas that I have brainstormed and started implementing okay so let's talk about another common scenario that we all go through our kids pushing back when it is time to learn whatever that might look like for you so you come in with that perfect idea of how your learning time is going to play out right you've got that vision in your mind column one you write down your plan maybe after morning chores you all meet up at the kitchen table for a snack and you're gonna learn together and it's gonna be blissful right that's your that's how we all picture it right then column two, record what happened. Maybe your kids started crying because they hated the snack that you picked out. Maybe you couldn't keep their attention because they kept bickering with each other. Maybe one of them started crying because he hated what you were teaching. So whatever, however it played out, just write that down in column two, right? Column three, consider why. Maybe it was the time of day that wasn't working. Maybe the kids are sitting too close to each other and they need space. Maybe it's your curriculum or your approach that doesn't line up with their learning style. And if that is uh, what you think you're dealing with, check out episode number 80 because um, that talks all about learning styles and that kind of stuff. Um, Maybe your kid is hungry and you waited too long to give them that snack and now they're hangry. So write down in column three those notes that you think what is going on from the information that you see unfolding before you, right? Column four, take it to God. Go to him in prayer and start brainstorming ideas. Maybe talk to your husband, right? Talk to him about what's going on. Maybe he can give you some insight. Talk to your kids. Ask them what they think. One of my favorite things to do is say, you know, like how are you liking this? What do you think would work better? Once your kids get to a certain age, which really is young, they can give you their input, right? They know why they were cranky and they can share it with you. 
and then take those ideas, rework your routine, and try again the next time and see if it works better. See if your ideas worked and created a more peaceful learning environment. So going through this process, going through the routine audit helps to give you clarity, right? It helps you to make better choices for your family because you can consider everyone's needs after you see what's happening in real time, right? You can consider their strengths and their weaknesses and their tendencies and, you know, what they they really need throughout the day. And you can consider the Lord's will, right? When you take it to him and ask him, right? Ask him to know his will. Ask for it to be revealed. What is his will for your days, right? The Holy Spirit, we're told that the Holy Spirit is our helpmate. And that means in all the things, not just the huge things, but like the the little things, our daily life. And all of these things, this clarity, this this guidance leads to better results and more peaceful days. So as I go through this, like the beginning of a new season, I repeat this process throughout usually a couple weeks as I tweak the routine and figure out what's going to work best for everyone in the season that we are in. And I know that you're going to find this process helpful too. So get out your piece of paper, write down your column one, what your routine is, and then try it out tomorrow. And I'm excited to hear about it. I want to know how it goes for you. So let us know in the Facebook group if you tried it out. The link to the Facebook group is going to be in the show notes. And if you want to go through this process with other Christian mamas, join us in the next round of the hope-filled homeschool course, or maybe by then it will be called the revival homeschool course. Don't forget to vote in the in the Facebook group. But join us in the course, and um, it's a six-week course to help you figure out your God-given priorities. You create a vision for your school, a, um, a mission, a state, a family mission statement. Then you learn time management strategies, real good time management strategies that are proven that work, and you learn how to build effective routines. So we go through the process of building all of the routines that you need for all of the things that you do, including keeping up with your cleaning, keeping up with your relationships, keeping up with your schooling. It is all in there. We figure out some awesome routines to make it all work, to make you really Find time for what God is calling you to. So it's a six-week course, and the next round is starting October 23rd, and I hope to see you there. Ladies, I just, I pray that the Lord, that you can feel his presence at the beginning of the school year when sometimes emotions are high and stress can be high. I pray that you feel his presence, that his presence blesses your homeschool days, that it fills your home with peace, with joy, with love. I pray that that you turn to him in those hard moments, in those moments when the kids are really trying your patience, in those moments when you're not sure what the next right thing is, that you, that the Lord puts it on your heart to truly just take a step back and turn to him in all of those hard things and lean on his advice, lean on his understanding and let his, let him guide your path. I pray that he just blesses your September at the beginning of your homeschool year. In Jesus' name, amen. P.S. The link to the course is in the show notes and the link will have everything you need to know about the course. God bless.